Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, welcome to the NSSMC Power Hour tonight at January 10th, 2022. Welcome, everybody. Uh, almost forgot about the show. <laughs> and John's here with me. I wonder if RJ is going to show up again this week, John. I didn't get to talk to him today, so I didn't. No, I. I, I almost called uh, him. I had to take. I, you know, I was going to too, but it was getting late, and I was uh, back relaxing, and I thought, ah, uh, man, that phone yeah, actually gave of... me the notice for talk. I was like, oh, talk show. And I didn't even set the program up. No, the program was pre-set up already. Huh. I wonder if talk show does that automatically. I'm going to try that again next week. I might be because I got to set the show up, but I'm going to see if talk show automatically. Really, I just logged in, and that's all I did. I didn't have to go set it all up like I usually do and everything. Wow. Pretty neat. Well, yeah, yeah that, kind of what I thought. Good thing. And today I got uh, I got an email from one of the uh, administrators on Wix or um, control, uh, you know, our uh, website guy. Uh-huh. What's his name, but he number, but uh, says my name is Dan, and I represent a company that employs 47 experts in the design and optimization of websites for Wix. There are several errors in website code that cause most of the content to not even be indexed by Google, which results in low traffic. The website was created in the Wix editor, so it's relatively easy to fix all errors. If you want to know which elements of your website need to be changed to archive significantly higher rankings in Google, fill out the form below. I haven't got a chance to do that. I just got that later this afternoon. So uh, I'd, probably I'd just call him later tomorrow. Yeah, and and then uh, he, he can guide me through it. What I need to do, I got to get a hold of Savage too and tell him what I got going on. He actually yeah, they uh, might, put the website They might be able to do it from there. They might be right. able to fix everything and, uh, where they're at. Right. And Seth took some time, personal time off to, uh, well, you know, everybody in New Zealand's got a uh, violence. You know, everybody's marching to the capital to fight this COVID shit they got going on. The bullshit no, they got the whole, in whole your place locked down. Yeah, and um, I see Australia starting to have a little bit of say in the comeback, and they're uh, taking their mask off, and uh, they're. Uh, I think 
they're suing them. They're getting paid the guys that had to wear a mask over there in Australia. So uh, it's getting crazy everywhere. Yeah, and and uh, uh, the Democrats are turning on each other here like crazy. It's getting close. Yeah. You know, they got to do something before November, and none of them got anything good. That not one good point that their administration has done to they stand on to say we done this not even the build back better plan is good none of them want to stake claim to being part of that well they were they were hoping for that huge spending bill to go through and that was going to be their you know their shining star and that just fell flat nobody nobody went for that it's like you know you're spending money because you think you can spend it it wasn't really going to do anything and as far as the infrastructure, only 10% of it was going to go to that. And everybody said, no way. And oh, then, yeah. you know, it is what it is now. I mean, uh, I've, been, I've been watching some stuff today. And a lot of them, one of the, one of the things that came up other than the uh, January 6th thing that they've been talking about, they've actually got a special one of the guys from Newsmax is doing it he did it I think it was last night did a like a two-hour special on that pointing out everything that that they did wrong everything that they lied about everything that was on film uh, you know they talked to some people and they were saying all these things and then they went back through and showed them all to be liars I mean it was a, it was pretty good and then they were talking about, you know, yeah. like they're trying to make it where all the uh, senators and representatives and all of that can't can't make money. Well, what well what what they're doing is use Pelosi as an example. She doesn't make that much money for being speaker, you know, relative to being a millionaire. But she's worth like they they don't even know. They said somewhere between like thirty five, forty million and two hundred and fifty something million. Because what they do is they're oh, yeah. they're lawmakers and they they're the ones that that can change things. And so what they do like Google, uh, Microsoft, you know, all all these big companies, they they knew that what they were gonna do and so they just went and bought up stock, and they made millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. And they're all saying, you know, "That's just not right." So that they're trying to. Well, one of the guys I can't remember, I saw today, he's trying to uh, push through some legislature that so to prevent him from doing that. I mean, they'll they'll figure out a loophole and yeah. they'll do it anyway. But you know, well, they're they're well, supposed to, you know, by law, huh? works on the stock exchange her husband works on the stock exchange and they're bitching about how they got so rich uh the republicans were just oh, yeah. back if you remember because they were saying that there there's got to be some insider trading going there you know and suddenly well, they're going to retire now huge, and move to Florida. yeah that's a huge conflict of interest and the guy was one of the guys that they had on there today was saying if he did what they're doing right now, it, it's a felony. He said, I would be in jail. That That is so against the law, what oh, they're yeah. doing. 
but they're just they're doing it. It's like Biden and every one of his cronies. They're just they're like like I said they're wiping their ass with the Constitution. They're not following the rules. They're not doing it. Yeah. They're just going out and doing whatever the hell they want to. And I just you know I am so beside myself because nobody's doing anything about any of this stuff that they're doing. You know, they're not being held accountable for anything. They're just, you know, running amok, doing whatever the okay. fuck they want to do. Just When the man, top three, just, the Speaker of the House, the President, and the Vice President are all fucking up, who steps up next? The military, right? And says, you three fucking up and we're taking over uh, your seats until we can get somebody in here. But when they call Marshall Law... Those three fuck up over seats until martial law is lifted. Well, they should do that then. I mean, they should do something because they're they're just dragging this country down. You know, they you listen well, to them speak and they they go, oh yeah, we're we're doing it right. We fully believe in what they're doing, but what they're, they're doing is wrong, and it's been pointed out over and over and over again. I don't know how they could. Anybody could support them. I, you know, I just. I think what I'm hearing though is, uh, you know, come November, they're gonna really shit's gonna hit the fan by then. There's it's gonna be a lot of shit oh, yeah. going on. But these all these, yeah. these unions and shit, they're sick of this shit. All, you know, uh, San Francisco, right out there where your at's running amok, and the cops are sick of it too. I mean, it's just a matter of oh, time yeah. before some of these off-duty cops pull together and start going on uh, small gangs like vigilantes uh, and, and going into neighborhoods and just figuring out who the crime lord is and killing him. Like like you see on TV, oh, fucking what's his name? Uh, the Indian. Uh, uh, Death Wish. Oh. Uh, Charles Bronson. Yeah. Charles Bronson. Well, he done all those Vigilante movies. You know? If you... Huh? If you, read, if you read between the lines when they're talking, you know, they, they preach all this unity stuff, which I think is a bunch of hog shit. But whenever you, if yeah, you watch them, when they talk, they'll say, you know, like, Oh, this uh, white guy killed this black guy that was unarmed. But um, when it's the other way around, they say, "Yeah, this guy shot an unarmed guy." You know, they don't. They yeah, don't you say always know the nigger that. that shot a white guy. It's a black yeah, crime. They, that's a the black committing the crime because he's just a man. Otherwise, it's a white man. The, he, he's probably a supremacist, and they got to well, you know they, they say that. Him. Look at Rittenhouse. And the only the only time that they specify is when it's something that can be construed as divisive. That's just what they do. They, you know, why there's yeah. no reason for them to bring race into it, but yet they do it every single time. And you know, the, of course, they think they he's a big bad boogeyman. It, I, you know, I. I really, truly believe that at some point coming up probably fairly soon within the next few years, there's going to be another civil war. 
I really believe you know, that. Today on the, the people, one of those news channels, I have to go back and look him up again, and I'll send it to you. But this lady was on there, and she was talking about that, you know, all the different cultures that's moved to America, and everybody's got their own pride. And she went through all the different prides, but she left white pride out, you know. And uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I just don't get it. I mean, after you said Chinese pride, you done said black pride, and you done said Mexican pride, everything. And, and then and then you, you get to white guys, and you just can't, can't have white. I mean, if everybody gets their pride, we got to have ours, too. Well, they're... Their, their idea is that when you're when you're a white guy, you could be from anywhere. So they just lump everybody that's white into into just white. You know, they don't say that you know this is a Ukrainian or a, a um, any any kind of special group. You know, Europeans or you know the the Slavic countries or anything like that 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 may want pride too. But it's it's always you know well, all Chinese, which there's a lot of a lot of different places. All black people, all you know, white, they just lump everybody into into something, and then they well, talk shit about them. It's just you remember the old buttons used to get with white and Irishmen on it. They kissed me, I'm Irish, and they had it on T-shirts and everything. Uh huh. Back in 1999, yeah. when I got out of prison, man, I was listening to the news because I paid more attention to the news then. And uh, I'll be damned if that that they they deemed that uh, slogan race so they couldn't use it no more. And that's why you don't see the T-shirts or the buttons on because they they've uh, deemed that racist to say "kiss me, I'm Irish." That's the stupidest fucking thing I ever heard of. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's sort of a racist uh, thing. Man, I just, I don't get it. A racist slogan. Yeah. I mean, so everything's racist. so So you can't say, hey, man, I'm Swedish, so kiss me, I'm Swedish, or hey, I'm fucking Irish, kiss me, I'm Irish, all that's out, but if you're black or brown, you can say that, kiss me, I'm black, kiss me, I'm brown, kiss me, I'm Chinese, or I'm Jewish, that's all cool, but any of the 12 nations you can't use. That's that's (laughs) just pushing their agenda. It is, I mean, it's, it's, everything is unfair. That's like you know they want to they want to tear down all the Confederate statues. Yet they're putting up all these civil rights shit, you know, and all that stuff. The nation was divided into north yeah. and south. Well, you can't just take a you know a, a whole half of a country and eliminate it. You know, just because it offends some well, people, that's still history. You don't you don't dick with that you know I'm, I'm you know if they if they are so uh upset about you know any you know the robert lee lee school or you know having statues around or anything get the fuck out of the country you know this is this is heritage well, to some found, people uh, 
they found uh, two time capsules, one under each of the Robert E. Lee statues when they was removing them down there in South Carolina. And um, yeah, only I I've heard been about curious one. To find out. Yeah, and then they found a second one under the second statue. And so I, I went to see what was in them. And the first one was really nothing, they tell you, nothing. They don't show you no pictures of them to, to offer any proof. Of they show you, you know, just you're just going to believe what I tell you was in these boxes. They should have had pictures yeah. and everything for all to see. Yeah, and so uh, the second one says had a few documents and uh, newspaper clippings. And so I wonder what these documents are that were in there and what they had to say. And, um, you know, I go to Google and I say, ask Google, what the what are the documents that was found with the newspapers in uh, Robert E. Lee's second time capsule? And so it was, it was they would open newspapers. There's got to yeah, be something. Well, no, Robert E. Lee's they made that time capsule. There's something important in them two boxes about history. Something all, he had to say, all and, the, and they locked it down. All uh, the people that are in charge of tearing the statues down are niggers because that's their, their bitch that they yeah. want all that shit torn down. So they became the uh, um, administration of all of that crap. So when they found this stuff... You can better believe they're going to hide it away, no matter what it says. They don't want want anybody to know about it, and that's I'm sure that's what happened. <coughs> yeah. We may never find out. Yeah. Oh no, there was gold that, coins. That, it, was, it was a bunch of. It was a great big box, and and there's only a little bit of shit that they talk about that was found. You know that box was full. Well, I, I only saw the one box. I think it was the first one they found. They they said it on the news, and then they said it it had a bunch of documents, and it had some. I I think it did have a couple of pictures in it that that were of Robert E. Lee, and uh, you know they were real vague about it. It it was like yeah, it just had some bunch of paperwork and shit in it, and that's all they said. And then it was never on the yeah. news again. No, 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 they're hiding the rest. They're going to tell you what was in there. Some good stuff was in there, stuff the rest of us would like to hear. And and then they're not going to yep. let it out because they know there was, there, it, it would make trouble. Well, by not sharing it, they're making a lot of trouble for themselves. You know, yes, half the are. nation wants to know. Yes, yeah. I want to know what was in there. I would love to know what was really in there. And, and I want to see pictures of it, too. All of it. But I want to see pictures as they're cracking the box open. I want to see. You might as in this day and age, you don't got to take pictures of everything. You can film it and put it right on TV like a fucking Geraldo special when they went down and opened up the fucking safe of Al Capone. <laughs> well. Because you know all them niggers are administrators. The the second one was never even talked about. That one wasn't even on TV. They never mentioned it. In fact, I never knew anything about it. And I That's watch the I news all the time. But they they did yeah, the first one. They said very little about it. 
understood. I, I didn't I, hear I, about the I, first I, one, and then they got a second one. The second about a first one, so I went looking for it on Google. Yeah, they're not going to tell you anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look to yeah. look to see who's in charge of it, and I'll bet you it's all a bunch of niggers are in charge of it. I'll, I'll, I'd put but money on is, that. I mean, that's there is down South Carolina anyway. I mean, I had a buddy that moved down there, and he said uh, he called me. And he said, Mel, I've been driving fucking six blocks. He says, in six lanes of tra- traffic, as far as I can see, for the last 50 miles is nothing but niggers and me. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Yeah, yeah. And there's like, like six Air Force bases around you out there, you know, and, and military. It's all, all military bases out there through South Carolina and North Carolina. It's just overloaded with niggers. Like you out there, you got a lot of military bases. San Francisco, well, they, and San they're Diego. They're all going in the military so they can learn how to kill us. You know, that's what they're doing. It's coming. They're going to try. And, I mean, and we're uh, we are going to be so surprised. Well, it's like I said last week, you know, all of these nations are coming here that hate us and they're all living here and what's going to happen when the shit hits the fan you know they're not going to support us hey (laughs) no but don't forget they not only hate us but each other too and right now they're up here with nothing but drugs they all got drugs that's for sure they got a way to make while they're looking for jobs then if they got a whole backpack full that'll hold you over for a while so you got so many of them, they're cutting each other's throats and, you know, uh, they're going to fight them because they can't have, have all the money. So this is where I'm selling. It's start with the niggers because they're going to run. They got money. They're going to put them straight in the areas where they put the ghettos and the niggers and these drug lords from fucking Mexico fighting for turf. Like old biker wars. Yeah. Yeah, I hope they do. Drugs. Uh, Al Capone had the same thing. They did that for alcohol or for the, you know, fighting over who's going to deliver the alcohol. Like, this is my area. This is where I deliver alcohol. You don't be bringing your boys over here selling your alcohol a little bit cheaper to my boys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there'll be a lot there'll be a lot of that too but everybody's going to be so displaced yeah. when it starts because it you know <clears throat> they're not going to stay at their houses yeah. they're going to be roaming around you know looking for people to kill <coughs> well, and look at this, uh, Lori Lightfoot here in Chicago you know that that's a good place to start I mean it's one of the major cities that's where you got the biggest crowd of colored folks you know, and a lot of the oh, older God. folks ain't into all this and shooting each other up, but they're stuck in the same damn neighborhoods, so they got to duck and dodge when bullets are coming their way. But meantime, these yeah, you know, you got these gangbangers out here. Yeah, and they're shooting into each other up. Just in their, And now there's no police. They're, they're, they're twice as mad. I mean, who's going to rob the jewelry store? Yeah. I'm going to rob the jewelry store. Them boys are already going down there to rob the jewelry store. 
Well, then we're going to go around yeah, them up. He wants <laughs> asking for help now. She wants help because mm-hmm. they're just fucking tearing that town up. But I heard a guy, he, he was a comedian, I heard him the other night. And uh, this can apply to Lori Lightfoot. She's a five head. <clears throat> you know what that is? She what? A what? She's a five head. He's a what? What's five a five head? head? She has so much forehead that she's now a five head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucking hairline funny. goes all the way back to the middle of her fucking head. And she's such a loser. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, fucking That's her Every time she sees herself on the and they're making me look dumb. <laughs> she is dumb. She's fucking stupid. You know, she, she tried to defund yeah, the police, yeah. and now that there's so much shit going on, of course, there was a lot of shit going on before, and now, like you said, they're they're you know after each other, and she's like, well, we need you know more support. We need some help. She won't say police, but she just says help. Yeah, but. Well, Bisley's, don't you think? I mean, she's got all these cops pulling double time and overtime that are that are there. I mean, it's the same thing with New York. I just had news the other day, and you know, so many people have left New York. They most of their uh, highway crew has left, so they ain't got people to run snowplows. Boy, I really wanted to make money right now. The uh, road garbage in New York City. Yeah, said three hundred dollars an hour. Come on out, anybody who wants to come out and drive snowplows, he'll pay them three hundred bucks an hour. Come on out. Yeah, every, everybody's leaving. They're they're jumping ship like a bunch of rats. You know, the in the police yeah, department, everybody's they, everybody that can is starting to retire early. They're leaving. They don't want anything to do with that fucking bitch. No, I don't know. They're getting the hell out of there. You know, same thing. New York, you know what I mean? <coughs> That's where the North uh, uh, Highway guy was saying they needed, uh, he'd pay 300 bucks an hour. He get some guys to drive yeah. snowplows. He was in, he yep. come from anywhere, right on national news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it, come out it here. It was out here, too. So they had the all the garbage yeah. men were driving uh, snow plows and they were still looking for people. In fact, the the uh, the labor department or whatever they put out a uh, they put out a statement every so often. <clears throat> and right now there are so many jobs available and nobody wants them because they're either working from home or they're not working at all. They're just they just quit. They give up. They're calling it the uh, the great. I can't remember what the, what they were they're saying. Like the big exit or the big yeah. leave or you know some shit like that. Where I mean, there's millions. Well, there there are millions and millions of jobs out there that nobody wants, and they're not they're not doing it. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's kind of a scary thing too. This giant uh, drop in uh, unemployment that Biden's talking about is all those people that ran their unemployment. You know, it ain't 
people that went out and got jobs. These people just sat yeah. around on their lazy ass collecting a paycheck. Now they're going to have to yep. go back to work to some of these jobs and only receive the money they was receiving on unemployment. But, you know, hey, you can't, I, I don't know, I couldn't do it, but I, they wrote it out, I mean, to the end, that's what they did, and they collected double paycheck the whole time. No, oh, yeah. Well, you know they were working the system. It, it was so yeah. fucked up when they started that I imagine a lot of those niggers filed three and four times. Hey. So they're probably getting $1,000 a how, week. You know, they're, they're not... Yeah, how gonna, can you say you names? can't have your job when there's so many jobs to be had? Everybody's begging there for the, workers. And you're on unemployment. Yep. On unemployment, I can't find a job. You know, I can't find a job. Well, that's another <laughs> yeah, right. that's another failure of the Biden administration. You know, he's the one that did that. You know, and now look how things are all fucked up. God, un- unbelievable. Yeah, it, it's straight crazy. And you know, and those guys figure out how to get their back go. You know, figure out finally, figure out how to do it, and then the next thing you know, they're collecting, just gonna collect like fifteen, twenty thousand dollars in one crack. Oh yeah. Because they, they, oh yeah. They don't know how to do it. Well, the, somebody shows them how to do it. It's pandemic. The unemployment office got crack or crack hacked. The uh, you know they they were getting so many applications and putting out so much money that they. They really didn't have any control over it. And you know people were just, you know, they even found people that, that had applied several times. And they were just, you know, sending checks out trying to, you know, keep everybody happy. And, you know, how many how many of those people were taking advantage of it? Most of them. Right. <laughs> I mean, right. you know, you've heard the old stories yeah. about... You know, there'd be a, a bus wreck on the street and all these niggers jump on the bus so they can sue the city. You know, they know how to work the system. They've been on welfare, been in the system for their whole lives, probably generations, you know. They know how to do that shit. Yeah, that's, that's the me they used to talk about, that um, public aid and all that shit you know it's, it's all right if you're if you gotten hurt on the job and you need to help feed your family for a couple months that's what a guy works and pays taxes for but when you just when you lay around on it your whole life and collect it you learned how to fill out the paperwork from your mom and dad who collected it and teaching your kids yep. how to collect it i mean some yeah. uh, ghetto areas I, you, you, it's not just niggers it's all kinds of other races even the white races got our white niggers that's yep. and then it's just repeated yep. collecting collecting collect and how to keep collecting it's, and they, they it's a way of life for these people that's that's they don't know job. how to fill out that's a job application no no yeah. they only know how to get free uh, money <clears throat> crazy. Go down, they, they tell you how to get down to the state aid department and then to top it off you know where do you got to go to collect stuff like this your public aid and stuff you got to go down in the nigger neighborhood 
you know, where it's all dark. But if you'll notice, uh, uh, abortion centers are in white neighborhoods. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ain't that something? Yeah, there's... Yeah, that's telling white people yeah. to abort your children, and it's telling black people, we'll pay you more money the more you have. Come on down. Teach well, kids they, how to do it. Yeah, they all they all have ten kids or more. You know, you see a Mexican, you know, with her stroller going across the street, and she'll have six or seven kids behind her. You know, niggers same way. And then you just see a white couple walking. They don't have any kids. And if they do, they have their two point. You know, whatever. That's all they have. So we're, you know, we're just getting fucked over left and right. And it and it's all by design. <clears throat> and the so national, you hear what the National Football League is doing? I miss you. That? They're they're starting What's up. The they're starting up a new program. Uh, some of the players that you know niggers that make way too much fucking money. They're they're putting uh, some programs together to take you know, disadvantaged black kids, you know, which is all there is, and, and to uh, give them scholarships and to uh, mentor them, do, you know, just to, to lift them up, all of them. They're just, you know, it's a, you know, <laughs> like we everything else. We're still fucking doing it. We're giving everybody a free lunch. We're giving them, you know, free everything at school. The uh, um, one of the things was uh, oh, at Laney College in Oakland, they're they're ha- for first time students, they're giving them free uh, uh, free everything for the first year. Plus, they're giving them a box of food every week and free lunch. And guess who's oh, going shit. to those schools? Yeah, a bunch of fucking niggers. You know, they don't want to pay for anything. Yeah. You know, I don't know what the fuck they pay for anymore. Maybe that's why we don't see them in stores, you know, with, unless they're in there smashing, grabbing, and stealing what they want, you know, that they didn't know. get in their free shit. I see them in the stores around here. I'm almost on the idea that I moved the Aryan Nation uh, P.O. box to grove springs and suddenly i got niggers living in grove springs bunch of them uh-huh. so i'm thinking if yep. i put po box to say green bay wisconsin or <laughs> i couldn't move it out there because you got already nigger you're at but uh <laughs> it, would, it would work on my but I, I i don't know how many niggers are in green bay but it's cold up there so probably not too fucking many <laughs> I don't know. We need to get RJ on I'll here. Bet, yeah, I bet they start gathering around there. And uh but you know, I'll just keep the PO box where give them a nice little place to gather in Grove Springs, Missouri. At least we know, you know, that's where they're at. I mean you can't you can't eliminate them out of your neighborhood. Eventually you're gonna have you- got one that lives you just keep, down the road here that just moved in. You just keep uh, your eye open. There's going to be more and more and more of them. I'll guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. They're just moving around to make trouble for you. 
you know, those around me. Uh, I've, I've met them. I mean, like I said, you got to give credit where credit's due. A good nigger is a good nigger. Uh, a nigger, nigger, uh, just a nigger, slum niggers, a slum nigger, you know. We got them in every race. Yeah. We got niggers in our own race. That's the beauty I used to say about the white races. Uh, we can do anything better than anybody else. Just look at some of our kids. They can act niggers better than niggers. <laughs> I was I was watching a, a thing on on TV. I, I think it I don't know if it was a news thing or what it was, but they had this, this black girl on there that was talking about uh, the lack of employment for her, but she was going to work from home, and her big goal was to be an English teacher. Now. Oh, you yeah. know how I've always said that these motherfuckers can't even put together a sentence? Like, like they, even yeah. on Newsmax, they have them two nigger girls that, you know, oh, girl, this and that. You know, it's like, why the fuck do you have these idiots on there? Well, that's kind of how that girl was. She was, you know, she, she was not very smart. And I thought, yeah, that's what they need is a fucking English teacher that can't speak English. You know, and that. Yeah. And speaking yeah. of speaking of that, I I watch the news here, yeah. like local news and shit. Every time they yeah. interview somebody about anything, they barely speak English. Barely. I mean, they have such an accent. They had somebody that you know the the girl had somebody on there that was doing something. I don't remember. <clears throat> and she said she was born and raised here. And, you know, talking about something. And she had such a Puerto Rican accent, I couldn't hardly understand her. That's just, you know. You know, you get around here. I don't know. It's mostly white guys around here, John. There's a few niggers running a few uh, construction home, you know, construction businesses and shit like that, small businesses. And uh, you get to talking to a few of them around here, you know, and that's, that's good pay for a song business doing concrete or a small business doing uh you know uh porches and decks at 15 bucks an hour that's you know seven eight dollars over fucking uh over minimum wage but sure as shit the governor signing a paper t- tonight i seen on the news to to raise missouri's minimum wage to 15 dollars an hour they're saying they're they doing that everywhere. They've already done it. They've already yeah. done that. Why does a guy want to bust minimum dollars an hour pumping fucking? Well, minimum, if forms. minimum wage is is fifteen dollars an hour, then the guy that cooks your hamburger, you know, that used to be, you know, I remember when my daughter worked there at, at one of those places. It was seven, like seven ten an hour which is a lot for making a hamburger. Now it's $15 an hour. How much do you think that hamburger is going to cost you when you go down to get one? It's fucking yeah, ridiculous. Exactly. It's like it is here. Yeah. You know, a hamburger is like, you know, 8 to $12. In fact, is Brooke there? But Missouri. He's not in the room. Back to the bathroom or outside. Oh, 
They're saying Missouri. I was going to. That's just why he's What's doing that? it. And uh, he says Missourians have the poorest. Missourians have the poorest pay in America, so they're they're doing it to bring Missourians pay up. But that's what these like these guys are saying. Why would a guy come do hard ass work when he could just walk down to any fucking McDonald's where you got a job when you get out of high school where you learn to hold a job and get gas money to go to the game and shit. Take your girl to yeah. the theater. Um, right. That's what those jobs are for, for your kids to learn responsibility. Now that's a $15 Absolutely. an hour job. Adults well, that's all the Mexicans the that were working work. in hotels and stuff said that they they needed to have a living wage. And, and I fucking went through. <laughs> that's ridiculous so you work in a hotel you you know make beds and you clean up a room and you're you want $15 an hour for that you know yeah you're a bellboy you stand at the fucking door and yeah. Cases. yeah that's another fucking high yeah. schooler job you're I have the, never... the Mexicans are taking jobs what do adults know yeah I don't think I ever made $15 an hour, you know, and I worked my ass no, off doing shit. And then uh, they, they just bitch and moan and then they, then they get it. 15 fucking dollars an hour company, minimum wage. That's, you know what that's going to do to the economy. I'm on a fixed yeah. income. What do you, you know, where, where am I going to go that I can fit in anywhere with the kind of money I make when everybody else is making fifteen dollars yeah. an hour to start. And and what's gonna happen is How wages are gonna go up. Work. You can work like twenty five hours on that uh social security pay or uh on your on your pay, can't you can't you make so much money? You can make four thousand dollars and then they start taxing it or something like that. But I mean, yeah, you got to be able to work. You know, <clears throat> that's why I'm I'm on disability. I can't work. You know, I mean, there's probably something I can do, but I would have to go back and get retrained and go to school and, you know, do all this other shit that I was more than willing to do. But, you know, then who's going to hire you? You know, there's all these young techies that are way smarter than I am. Oh, here. The commercials, they're offering $25 an hour for 25 hours. You don't get no fucking, uh, no benefits, no no medical, no nothing like that, no 401k. It's just $25 an hour for 25 hours a week. Wow. Yeah, for a guy that can only work so yeah. many hours, you know, we're offering $25 for for those hours, that's six hundred dollars a week for twenty-five hours. Wow, that's wild. That I, yeah, I tell I you mean, what, man, this, this fucking economy's going in the uh, toilet. You know, it, this economy's going in the toilet. You know, with all the weird yeah. shit that they're doing, and and 
you know, they're trying to appease all these people that don't need it, that don't need appeasing, that probably fucking shouldn't be here in the first place. Now, they don't want to work. Yeah. They don't, they get it fucking benefits up the ass. You know, they get they have way more shit than I could ever even hope to get. That's just, that's uh, just They wrong. signed a contract uh, to work at this company from other states, right? And they signed a contract uh, with this uh, company that shipped them in to work from out of like Montana, all over the place, Montana, South Carolina, up and down the East right. Coast and shit. But, but this company only hires niggers. Yep, they're trying to they're Force trying to work. spread them out. Trying to spread them out. Now, but, how can you, know, you that discriminating that you only hire niggers? Well, yeah, if you get caught, you know that's what. Yeah, that's well, what uh, this company niggers shipping them all over. Yeah, but if you get caught. Under this administration, doing something like that, uh, that's that's not racist. That's not supremacist. That's that's giving the black man a chance. Yeah, it's affirmative action. So it all it just depends on how yeah, you they, how you want to put it out there. But if me or you yeah, went down there and wanted to get a free ride out to another state, now look, that not only does now the company signs the contract when they pay for everything. They pay for housing when they ship these niggers out here. They got a place that they yep. take them to and they house them. They, yep. they pay for their food. They give them, give them money vouchers to go get food. Plus, they make yep. the 18 bucks an hour across the board. And and, and what, yep. what do they get to spend it on? Nothing. Whatever they want. Yep. The well, there you go. That's, go buy- that's why white and, people and, are so uh, fucking pissed off. It's not. It's not just them. And then it's all Mexicans too that are getting all the same shit. You know, the the Chinese. I don't no. know why I haven't heard anything about what they're getting. <clears throat> but all these programs and shit are going to all of these people. But we're not. We're not allowed to get anything. Yeah. But now all of a sudden you're finding bags of cocaine, bags of heroin. You're finding needles in Michigan. When before the company. Uh, was shipping the workers in. You didn't have all that. Weed being sold in the plant freely and talked about. Um, it's fucked up. And uh, yeah, there's, it's, there's, it's, it's like it's really fucked. It, it's like when companies uh, bring up the when they. Well, it's like when Mexico emptied its jails and put all its people into America. You know, it's the same kind of thing. They're they're not taking great people and shipping them out to your neighborhood. You know, they're they're taking you know crap people from the ghetto and dispersing them all over the place so that you know they're not all in one spot. And because they can't make it, they're supporting them and they're you know they're giving them everything so that they can <laughs> quote unquote oh, yeah. make it. They've been doing that since. Pulling them out of the ghettos and moving them out in small towns. Uh, back in, I went to prison in '94, and in Mount Morris, Illinois, this town so small they call it a village, and they built uh, uh, low-income housing there. Two of them, uh, two different uh-huh. uh, like apartment projects, 
and all of a sudden they started moving these fucking colored folks in. First, you started seeing supplies for colored folks on the shelf area. Like, wait a minute, there ain't even no niggers here. Where, where, where's uh? What's all this colored folk shit doing in their grocery stores? Yeah, well, why have we got you know, so much we, hair straightener got, in here? <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, you know, uh, nigger shampoo and nigger soap. It's, uh, it's got yep. niggers, you know, like Ambi shampoo and shit um, yeah. for Afro hair. Uh, and so, what the fuck is all that shit going on, you know? And, uh, the next thing you know, you start seeing niggers in the neighborhood. Ow! Like, hey, man, so I walk, I, I catch one, I ask them about it, you know, what, what's the deal? How come you decide to move here? I mean, well, this is a little village in the middle of nowhere. I don't really give a fuck, but, I mean, why'd, why'd you, what'd yeah. you do, throw a dart at the map and it out more Illinois? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. And that's when they told me, uh, nigger said, you know, we get paid money, ex- more money on our the cash part of their food stamps. They get more money on the food stamps itself, free food stamps. And then uh, the housing's free too. So the cash and everything, so that, you know, where the they were paying 10 to $30 a month out there in uh, Chicago or Rockford area. They move them out here into Little Village and it's free living. Wow. And then the, the the money, they give them extra cash on the money part to move away from their family, you know, uh, get out of the ghetto area. Kind of like, you gotta have like kids, slavery. It seems. Kind of like slavery. Yeah, and then they just move them, move them out. <laughs> right wow. to the middle of wherever they want, you know, fucking middle America, we're once again, they're feeling unsafe, but now they got hate crimes and everything else in place. And you got these ghetto niggers that's used to running amok and running their mouth to who? Bunch of gang banging niggers. Get out here, a bunch of these white kids. Hey, maybe they were gang bangers out there in the fucking cities, and maybe they weren't. But the minute they hit a little town like the village of Mount Morris, every one of them was the baddest gang banger on the block. <laughs> That's the <reason>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's no one there to stay different. Uh, no, no, like right, some, right. Some. And then and then he's got a bunch of little farm boys he's recruited up to at, run around and run amok and act like niggers and gangbangers around the area, right? Robbing the pizza boy and shit. And then the next thing you know, the gang finds out that he's down there false flagging. But when they get there, they see he's got a nice crew of white farm boys. Hey, yeah, 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 he's with us, you know, right off the top. Then they got to pull him off the side and catch him up on rules and shit. <laughs> wow. Good yeah. Lord. Yeah. Uh, I don't so know, man. My- I just... I don't, I don't even know where time, to start. You know, so I'm sitting in my in my prison cell one day, and I'm you know, I I'm, I I just I was young, so I, I didn't get in the prison for following the rules. So I, of course, I wind up in seg while I'm there. They put me in the cell with this nigger boy, 
Oh, he's all happy because he's about to turn 25. I'll bet this motherfucker don't weigh 130 pounds, man. Uh, he's talking tall shit, you know. Uh, like, uh, you know, he's a GD and talking all this tall shit. And I said, well, what the fuck, dude? You're in my cell. You ain't going to act like that. I said, uh, act like a nigger. You're not going to be up there yelling out that fucking little tiny door window all day long. I'm not going to have it. You're not going to be acting like a rap star. I'll get up and kick your ass. Dude, I'm a GD. I sound give a fuck what you are. He said, you don't go to, you're going to follow you out the yard? <laughs> I told him, you don't understand. I'm going to beat you down so fucking bad. They're going to put me in a station wagon and move me out of here tonight. Oh, fuck. You know, so he got all calm and he, he stayed out of that fucking window, just like I told him, so I didn't have to listen to it all day. And, uh, you know, so he's all happy because he's about to turn 25. I said, so what's the big deal 25? You know, he says, well, GD Law says in uh, 25, it's okay for them niggers to be queer with each other. I was like, oh, fuck. I said, man, but you're a skinny little nigger. I said, <laughs> I said, what you, I said, all those niggers out there are giants. I said, what do you think was going to happen? I said, you know what that means. He said, what, 25 is where mama put the rules. You got to leave them little boys alone until they turn 25. Yeah. I said, don't think, what you think you're going to walk out that door because you're a GD? One of them big old fucking weight pumping niggers out there is going to bend over and say, okay, boy, fuck me in the ass. <laughs> I said, <"It's- laughs> I said, oh, my hands off until they're 25. That's the way it's wrote. I said, you're going to walk out that door out of the sick door 25 years old. And them niggers are going to look like a fucking virgin me. You're going to have dicks hitting you every day. Gonna, it's going to be a mob party for you. A birthday party for you, I bet. <laughs> and everyone has got a fucking condiment. <laughs> oh, man. That motherfucker is yeah. to sing. <laughs> he read that rule wrong, didn't he? Yeah, oh, yeah, he man. thought, you know, I said, what are you going to look like a mouse on an elephant's ass, right? No way. <laughs> <laughs> Big motherfucker, uh, will you? You're 25, boy, that's virgin ass. <laughs> yeah, you know, fuck you till it hurts. Oh, man, hey, that's asked, hilarious. Hey, hey, I tell you what, man, I said, if you want to holler out the chuckle and ask the boys what's really going on, I'll let you do that. You can go right up there and yell out the window and say, hey, hey, it's me. Tell, tell them the folks thing. It's me. Hey, folks. <laughs> yeah. I'm turning 25. What, what do I get? Tell the area brother over here. brother over here says I, nobody's going to bend over for me because I'm 25. Everybody's going to bend me over. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh, I, yeah. I said, because you know it's the truth, right? Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> well, whatever happened to he him? He thought maybe they was going to be grease on their assholes for him or something. I don't know. <laughs> I was yeah. just saying, I had to stay there for a little while. <laughs> Man. I, I, but did he I read that wrong? I don't hear about it, but. Yeah, boy, he did. 
<laughs> I said him straight, though. And you don't know the mother niggers are going to tell him until turn 25. You know, you got wrong. <laughs> like, like he's going to get his 27 just, virgins lined up with him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Should have just pinned a big note on him, says, it's my birthday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. They all know it's his birthday. You know. <laughs> oh, he's 25 today. Yeah. They've been talking about him for a month. You know, you know old Billy turns 25 uh, next month. <laughs> this is my 25th birthday. Would you get me? <laughs> Turning 25, are you, Billy? He's running around the camp smiling. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're going to have you a party. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, a party, all right. That's a scary fucking thought. Oh, damn. I am down to the bed to park itself. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, the, the big, big fucking mop. Put some grease on his ass with a mop and fuck the daylights out of him. Well, I'm almost, God. I'm almost home, you know, and uh, I'm staying at the fucking Stateville farm and, uh, a few of the cops, you know, they, they worked over there behind the wall. They worked down the motor pool, and they're telling me about it behind there. You know, they're talking about a couple of them gang chiefs. And I forget what they, what they call I said his name. Uh, really, whatever it is, he goes by his gang name. But he's a big leader, and uh, he shoves the fucking uh, Baby Ruth candy bar up them boys' asses and fucking eats it uh-huh. out. And when he's done with them, he gives them a little medallion and they get aware of that he's one of their they're all one of his boys so that little when they all looking at each other wearing old big boys fucking uh, medallion they all know big boys yes and, and he's the big uh, cheese Lordy, there in yeah, yeah the big guy wow. <laughs> the, the head poncho yeah and he's Good got his Lord, like, I... little guys Close to it. I'd fucking kill myself. <laughs> They're all happy to wear the medallion after it happened. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Fuck, the man. guards are talking no about it. No way. Yeah, he said, didn't they? Once they get that medallion, you know. But uh, the guards God. also telling me that there was a that, you know, uh, the there was more kilos of cocaine just being moved straight out of that fucking visiting room. Like a, uh, a guy would, I was there, they found handguns, they found knives, cell phones, they found, uh, you can't get rent on your cell, so you got to sleep under my bunk. And now your cellie can't afford the rent either, so he's got to sleep under old Joe's bunk over there. So now that room becomes a kitchen and laundry room. They'll put a stove in there, everything, and uh, a washer and a dryer. They've found washer and dryers in cells, and they've found uh, uh, <laughs> cook stove. Jesus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, how they got it, cell phones. And then so uh, the guy gets a hold of a guy. And tells him, look, man, I need a kilo. And he goes, all right, comes down to the visiting room. Nigger shows up down there with a whole kilo of cocaine and 
the guy just walks in long visits long enough to pay him for the kilo and then he takes the money but he gets searched on the way in the video room nobody gets shirt on the way out it was a pretty tough time there here and uh and drugs were freely flowing just like that those gang chiefs were selling drugs right out of the visiting room of statesville uh quarter pound kilo whatever you heavyweight at one time so the prisons a lot of themselves would just become uh storage bins for cocaine i was there when um okay Whoa. there was this nigger that executed while i was there on the work farm this nigger executed uh that got executed he got sentenced in rockford over there just up town just near me and uh he'd broken out of jail and went back around and started killing the jurors that fucking found him guilty. So then they got, they finally caught him and they got him back up in the court and they had him lined up for execution. Well, the, okay, so the day is execution. It's, it's a lockdown day. and But I work down in the motor pool. I'm waiting to go to work release. Uh, they call me down there and the lieutenant says, hey, man, Round up about six or eight guys, which you know, I'm gonna go up there and grab all skinhead white Aryan brothers and fucking say, Hey, every the whole prison's locked down, not even the uh work farm went on an execution day. We need about six or eight guys to do some work around here. I mean, we had to stop at the warden's uh uh house and, and get the grill ready for the party that night. Uh, the governor and everybody had to be there. And then, uh, well, they, they had a barbecue. In the and then the, that at that night, at midnight, they stepped out. And they went up over into the prison right there in death row and pulled the switch. And then they went back to the warden's house, the governor, a bunch of them. I don't know if they had places to stay, but they all met up. And uh, and there was about a bunch of us, six, eight guys that went up and set the tent up to stop there, took care of his dog, took some trash out, took some care of some business while we was out running around with a tractor and a bag mine so we could dump off some trash and stuff. And uh, man, they had some, we all got a nice donut while we was there to fuck cake or whatever it was. And, and then uh, uh, grabbed a burger and and then we moseyed on back down to the prison. But we had to set this tent up and a truck pulled in, a uh, produce truck pulled in. Well, you know, the execution, execution the, the place is covered with state police in case anything would happen. So they got to search the produce truck. What do they find? 750 pounds of pot coming into the prison oh wow just another execution oh, saturday night huh? <laughs> wow. yeah so that just backs my story a little bit more about the cocaine i mean if you got that much pot yeah coming into the prison, you got out of that prison also and don't, let me tell you uh, man i went over there i got thrown in and they put me in death row instead of sag the in motor pool uh like me for some reason he's a white guy and he said no we ain't gonna let him put you in the seg 
he called around over there and uh he said put you in death row oh fuck no not death row and uh, i stayed there for about six months <laughs> to the honor oh there's only 18 guys in death row is the way lou said and and uh they needed the good mechanic i i've worked on shit there and got it working and a lot of stuff and they didn't want to lose a good mechanic out of the garage and uh and so they said look there's two thousand guys in in uh in sag and that nigger cop's gonna take you up there and he's gonna tell the other nigger cop to bury the paperwork there's not, not a computer in sag and a stack of paper held his hand up about a foot and a half off the desk is about that tall and when he lifts up that stack somewhere in the middle or anywhere towards the bottom, it don't matter. He said, there's been guys known to say in, in seven, six, eight months past their out date, which my friend Alan Willing stayed six months past his out date in say, in Statesville. Oh. <laughs> he ain't lying. Your family looking for you and they can't find you. That's just all there is to it. You'll have to go home and we'll get a hold of you and when do we find it? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a great place. Good Lord. Yeah, man. And those tunnels, like you see in the movie Natural Born Killers, how they walk through those tunnels, uh-huh. there ain't no cops. In uh-huh. Long and dark. And, and if you get stabbed in there and, and you're not dead, you're just going to lay there and bleed to death until 4 o'clock, 10 o'clock, or fucking 5 o'clock in the morning when they make a lap through there before the inmates come through there. But otherwise, there's inmates moving through there all day long, and there ain't no cops in there because people get killed in those tunnels. And, you know, <laughs> and cops don't want to be in there because they'll get killed. There's no... There's the, the concrete thick. There's not very good radio signal. Uh, there's no cameras. There's no nothing, man. Uh, it's a bad place. Good Lord. Well, that, you'd think that they would close them down then, you know, or something. They'd have to do something. That's states. Uh-uh. They don't that, want a bunch of those guys. It's the channel. Fucked up. Now, you see the movie Natural Born Killers once again. The guy in the middle of the screen with the big beard and the long hair. Yeah. And the fights are all going on around. I know him as his cat man. He lived up the road from me because in Stateville, such a, a, a old prison, they allow you to have cat keep the mice and the rats off here commissary so uh oh wow. so you can have pet cats there guys shave their cats down and tattoo them give them mohawks and shit like that <laughs> <laughs> you see you see a wow. fucking cat running around the fucking, fucking his arms are tattooed <laughs> out just like a man down his fucking rib cage <laughs> <laughs> that would be freaky, man. That would be wild. Yeah, you see it all. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so he's got cats for sale. He he breeds cats there in a cell. 
And uh, man, he's got all kinds of tuna. He's been on 2020 and everything else. That's how he got the part in the movie because he'd been on 2020 prior to that. <laughs> oh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah we're, then, we're looking yes, for a crazy motherfucker, so we're, we're going to have you do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're looking and for somebody that looks like a burger. Used to be bored, and I used to go up there and hang out with Catman. But uh, he said, t- then he told me all about being in the movie Natural Born Killers, and how he, they filmed it right, right through the tunnels, and then right there in the Chow Hall. He said they filmed. Steps you guys get up there. They paid a bunch of those inmates to get up there and act like they was really going at a fucking having a riot. <laughs> Make it look real, boy. But- I bet they love that. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Guys, give a bunch of them old boys the time, you know, to have some money that didn't have money. There were a lot of them, most of their family give up on them. Once again, when I was working a farm, I used yeah. to go down and uh, second would come in. These bikers would come in, that, uh, cops that worked the motor pool and, uh, I'd just stay down in the motor pool and work a second round down there because yeah, I don't got to be up there with all the men. I can come down there and welder. I'm out in a garage. I feel more comfortable in a garage, you know? I can do anything. Yeah. I can work on the cars and wash the cars. Hey, you hop in the fucking truck and ride down the road with me, Mal? He says, I got a few guys, a couple more niggers. He takes like six or eight guys down the road from the motor pool and they clean the cemetery. They weed eat around the stones and stuff of uh, guys who died there and their family don't claim them. The prison on the uh-huh. prison grounds, they do have a cemetery and uh, they got headstones and everything for guys whose family claim them or don't wow. want them. And, and uh, they die. So they, they put a headstone up for them and everything and they, they keep it clean. Wow. Normally they just like yeah. stick them out in a potter's field somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Hey, I you know, they found a pistol, a guy snitched on where it was at, but he was about to die. He's so fucking old. I mean, these guys are like Al Capone old. And the old man told us guys that, that uh when the old building was there, a guy they thought escaped, you know. All them years ago, they said, said, no, 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 dude killed him and put him in the fucking uh, boiler at, right before they closed the building down. The building sat there empty for a long time. They didn't use it. It was condemned. And it was right in the middle of the yard. And uh, he gone over there and look. He said where the porch steps used to be. And he said, dig up the first step. And there was a pistol there. And that's. They did. Sure shit, there was a pistol there, so they they locked the whole prison down. They called in these fucking uh, back holes. This company come in and excavated it back up and dug it down to the boiler and sure shit, they right before the building, got, they shot the guy and stuffed him in the old boiler. It, it was it, it used and found the motherfucker's bones right there in that boiler. He never did escape. That fucker was dead. Stuffed. 
So then they decided to do a shakedown on the whole prison, and that's when they found all the guns, cell phones. I mean, they had uh, these semi-sized fucking dumpsters outside the prison of them. I bet 25 or 30 of them, and it was just property from all the inmates that was full shit that was contraband. How many? How many people are in there? Oh, uh, there's a there's lot. There's 2,000 in B-West. Yeah, I bet you it holds probably about seven or 8,000 inmates. It's a maximum security prison. So they've been on oh, lockdown that's... for a whole year, and I'm down working one night. And, uh, the fire chief up. He's got a few of extra hands on duty. He says, you guys, listen. And they, you know, there was only a couple of us guys working out in the garage. He said they come out there like three of the screws and turned on the fucking uh, uh, their walkie-talkies. You guys want to hear something? They said, listen to this. So us guys that was doing uh, fucking uh, uh, working on cars, doing fluid checks, you know, make sure they're up tranny fluid and everything's up for the full mark. Uh, oil, mm-hmm. dipstick, we go through the dude, all the floors. And uh, they said, what are we listening to? He says, well, these guys have been locked down over here and behind the wall for a whole year, he says. And the, the warden's lifting the fucking, it's Saturday night at 6 o'clock. <laughs> They've hired a whole bunch of new guards off the street, he says. And all these guys have been on lockdown for a year and They've all gotten to where they're getting tough with the inmates and they feel comfortable and uh and the, and it's gonna come off lockdown and, and you're gonna see that they're really dealing with killers here. He said we may have some trouble over there. Listen just listen to the radio tonight. And he turned his little radio on for us out there in the motor pool so we could hear it. This <laughs> sounded like a little nigger guard. She he was working in the gym when they called Jim. And uh <laughs> yeah, she's on the floor. She's she's talking about uh looks like we might have a little incident over here in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> so she's out check it out. Uh sure shit, it's a it's it's full fledged fight. It's, it's a riot getting ready to happen. She says it's a fight. Yeah. We need some help down here, it's a fight. <laughs> she says yeah. it's a big fight, we need some help. And the next thing you know, you can, you can hear her start screaming on the fucking radio. Help! 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 <laughs> and then it quit. <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> uh, I was watching some show. I think it was like that, you know, 60 days or what, you know, some one of the prison things. And they, it was, I yeah. think it was uh, from New Mexico, and they, they were going through this, I guess, like an academy or something before they went in, into the actual prison. And they had a girl in there that was, I mean, she had to be like, you know, four foot two or something like that. And she talked like a little baby kid. And I thought, those fuckers are going to eat her alive, man. But she, she went through it all, and I don't know whatever fucking happened to her. I quit watching it, but 
I mean, that that girl had oh. no fucking business trying to get a job like that. You know, that that's how people get killed, you know? They always think, oh, I can, I can do a man's job. And it's like, no, you can't. <laughs> you know, I know men that can't do a men's job. <laughs> In Westbrook, Illinois, the adjustment committee, the lady that was the head of the adjustment committee, she was a cop in Statesville, and uh, she got snatched up. And they, they, she got lost in that prison for, I think it was uh, like three months. They couldn't find her. They looked everywhere. Oh, you're kidding me. And the, the, guy, the inmates had her for quite some time, man. And when they finally found her, they found her stuffed under a bed. I mean, she couldn't hold shit or piss no more is the whole story. And now she's the head of the adjustment committee. So when you, you go in front of them, front of her with a ticket, she slams you. Bam! She hates men. <laughs> Especially wow, convicts. I bet. <laughs> yeah, you get they the have facts, her... you know, every time. Aaron she Tickets, was she was the here three like, months. Three months. The fuck they hide her for three like months. Sometime. They passed her around. They kept her under a bed. Somebody's bed. And they raped the shit out of that lady. You ever see that uh, agate made the the tape for Discovery in the Illinois prison system, Richard Speck? You ever see that? Uh, Look it up on your Google. Uh, The name sounds familiar, but I... Okay. And they used to have classes, you know, you could take college courses while you're in prison. So he got into photography and video class and he, you know, he got a camera and he was working like uh, pictures for the prison system, you know, taking pictures around the prison of shit on the yard like yeah. he had honor. And uh, so I was so he could run around and do shit. And he was a faggot, you know, so he got, he got probably extra you know uh treatment better treatment because he was a queer you know hey can i get the camera and go around taking pictures you know so they let him and they would edit him out you know what he could once he got the pictures developed and stuff or wait look at him and well anyway he looks a video camera with him and he was gonna do some video uh make a little story on the prison deck and he sure as fuck did he dressed up in fucking uh girly underwear and everything and a bra and bald headed this was right on the discovery channel and fucking Ooh. walked down the yeah. fucking hall video walked in one cell and once again the cocaine is big like i said pile of it right there on the table. guys lining it up and he's trading he's yeah. telling a guy you know he suck his dick fucking pile of cocaine the nigger give him up so much cocaine and he'd come back and take care of him later right now he's making this documentary for the prison and uh i fuck yeah. he, he just kept the nigger's face picture and went right down the line well when i was there i went got to go upstairs and document a bunch of fucking like computer equipment camera equipment stuff like that that they pulled at the time 
and that stopped a lot of that in the maximum security prisons and uh, photography class and stuff. But uh, whoa, uh, and computers and a lot of them, yeah, the maximum prisons. And then uh, the mediums, it was hard to get into some of those classes. Uh, they, they all went so well. They pretty good background check on you to see how you've been acting in prison. Uh, you had to have at yeah. least 10 years to hardly do a college class. I mean, you can pull your GED in 90 days and then get it into a college class, but a lot of them had a long waiting list. I mean, I had 10 years and the only one that I could get into quick enough that I could possibly finish up was horticulture. And there was like four or five seats open for that. So you better go on it if you want it now. I'll take it, I said. So um, they put me in the horticulture class. I couldn't get in building. I couldn't get in auto mechanics. I couldn't get in janitorial. All that shit was sewed up. Oh, yeah, those go quick. Construction. Yeah, for um, electrician shit, those classes were all full. And like I said, there's a recording class. Uh, they did have a computer class there that taught those guys uh, computer tech, how to tear them apart and work on them. And, and how to use them and shit, how to reset them, stuff like that. But none of them were ever hooked up to the online. Yeah. Crazy shit goes on there. We used to get this, uh, I was there for a family picnic, right? Um, you get a call, have three family members come in if you're not, if, as long as you're not in C grade and you're in good standing in the prison that where you ain't had no tickets late in the last 90 days and no trouble you know and you can have family members come in and they they have a picnic and they have a little band on the yard and you take your blanket down there and you hang out with your old, your old lady and your kids you know for the for the afternoon for like six hours and uh Ooh. from like 10 in the morning till uh four in the afternoon or something like that i don't know what it was but it come out to be like six hours and uh yeah real nice day on the yard they had games and stuff the kids could play uh so the the the, the second year was they, they had discovery went to ask the illinois dlc program if they could film one of their family picnics and they said, yeah, go to any prison you want. So they picked out Pontiac, Illinois, you know, maximum security. These guys <laughs> get to find out, they get to invite their woman out to the yard, don't bring the kids. <laughs> <laughs> These guards were tapping motherfuckers on the shoulder and telling them to knock it off and, you know, motherfucker got his dick in the hole and he ain't gonna come up off of it like that he's gonna come up off of no. it and knock a motherfucker out had a lot of them guards <laughs> scared and uh and that ended the family picnic <laughs> that damn yeah you, you could see that coming <laughs> yeah God. yeah that's what i thought man when i was there i'm like 
You get to take a blanket down to the yard, sit out there with your old lady uh-huh. on the yard. I'm it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> try nothing crazy. Yeah, that's I'll a bad idea. Yeah. That's a bad idea. Yeah. Right. Good. Sit on the farm shit. Yeah, well. Got to do what you got to do. I'd probably be trying to do the same thing if I was them. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing about working on the Stateville farm, being a mechanic, I mean, them cops were all pulling their personal cars. And I mean, they'd pay you not quite like a shop, but they, you know, 20 bucks or so and leave it with the cop at the desk and tell him to get you buy lunch for him or whatever he wants, you know. And I get a couple. Yeah. People gonna help me and shit. There's like three of us hanging out down there. We all got twenty bucks coming for lunch. What do you guys want? <laughs> the win-win, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, boy, tell me, I got fat in that camp. Fuck, cop sneaking well, me fi- down the garage. Fifteen dollars an hour. You, they're gonna have to raise it to forty dollars. Yeah. Sign them out. Forty dollar hamburger. Say, it's supposed to be in the garage after eleven o'clock. <laughs> so don't sign him out. Takes me down the garage. He got me working, greasing his front end underneath the car. He's got me a fucking large pizza with cheese, sausage, and mushroom on it, and a two-liter bottle of Coke. He said, "I didn't know what you wow. wanted." He said, "I bought you a large pizza." He says, and I'll leave some money with the, to get you uh, something for breakfast in the morning. You can either spend the night down here working on my car, or you can, you know, like, when you get done, just walk across the yard in the middle of the fucking night. So let the guy yeah. in the tower up there see me leave the garage at fucking 2 o'clock in the morning to go back to the cell house. You better believe I'm going to be down here listening to the radio in your fucking car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah you can tell that. Back sleeping. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jeez. Be burping yeah. pizza, staying home. Oh, no. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, you can cock the seat right where your armor don't get you. <laughs> oh, there you go. Turn it Put the battery charger on. Take a little nap, you know. Feel like you're back home in the streets, fucking been partying all night. Yeah, sleeping in the front seat yeah. of the car. Yeah. yeah. That's better. Better than sitting in a cell. Sure was, man. Yeah. I stayed down there and worked on cars all. I used to stay down there all night, and then the the, the soup found out I was staying down there for third shift. He said he put the 11 o'clock limit on the garage. He figured out a couple of the guys were getting paid to work on cars. Uh, Well, they're getting their car worked on, and you're making a little bit of money. I mean, that's that's kind of a win-win for everybody, you know? I'd have told that guy just to bring your car in. (laughs) Bring yours in. We'll fix you up. I did fix the lady's car. Yeah. 
He said, Mal, he said, I see you do a pretty good job on these state vehicles. He said, uh, you think you can do the brakes on my old lady's car? I said, you want me to fix the brakes or do you want me to fix the brakes? <laughs> yeah. I want you to fix the brakes. I want the car to really stop like it should. Yeah. You know, I, he I thought you said you wanted me to take care of it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can fix the brakes. Yeah. So bring it in. So then I, that's that's pretty much when the personal car started. Mom's needs uh, tires changed on. If I bring in some van and tires, you think you can muscle down and change them? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do this Four right because I don't want to. I don't want a permanent. I don't want a permanent place in that death row place. <laughs> my, my visits waiting for me, you know, down in the visiting room, because uh, I can do an oil change before I can fucking come do, to my visit. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, I gotta finish up this. Still needs a personal car. I gotta get it done before I come out. Like we got, you know, shift change or come while I'm in the visiting room. <laughs> it's just what the cops said too. You know, you're gonna be down there past shift change, Mel. Just change my oil before you go. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> well, I got a couple of the other guys in on it that were the first time I had one of the uh, brothers from my, the cell house stay out there and help me. I said, hey, man, I, want, I need some help. You want to stick around and help me? And, uh, he said, what are we doing? I, it was uh, one of the captains come in and asked uh, one of the correctional officers to grab somebody, one of the inmates, and have them. Put a uh, microwave stand together, and so the the one screw said, "Patterson, come here. You want to put this fucking uh, microwave stand together?" I said, uh, "Sure, I guess I could." And the captain come right in, right behind him. After I said, "Yeah," and said, "Hey, man, you go ahead and put that together, and I got twenty bucks for you." I said, "Oh, cool." You know, so I I grabbed my buddy Jack. And I said, hey, Jack, you want to help me put this together? He said, yeah, I'll help you put it together, Mel. Right in the middle of putting this motherfucker together, Jack's cussing me about it, you know. Hey, man, motherfucker, don't you ever fucking ask me to stick around and help you do some work for a goddamn screw. I said, well, I was thinking like Burger King tonight or where do you want? Burger King? I said, I fucking love Burger King, years. I said, well, the captain come out and told us uh, I'd grab somebody to help me, and he was going to leave me 20 bucks to get something for dinner or whatever. We wanted to let the two correctional officers on duty know, and they would order it for us. So go pick it up. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, I said, I don't yeah. know. The, the CO grabbed me and asked me if I would do it. Being nice, I said, yeah, I thought it was going to benefit us. Like we would get the old one out here in the garage. But it turns out it was for the captain. 
that he just just being lazy and didn't uh, put it together. And so, yeah, so he told the CO to grab somebody, and I thought, yeah, yeah, I'll do that, you know. And uh, I thought maybe they might move the big coffee pot out there a little closer to us, so we weren't always going through the office to get a cup of coffee. And, uh, so, and so, so old uh, Jack had to say, "Hang on, while yeah. I change my tune." <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. After we was eating Whoppers, he was talking like, uh, yeah, Mal, anytime there's anything that needs to be done, <laughs> we're getting some cheeseburgers or something, I'm in. I was like, all right. Uh, and then uh, the next I'm thing you know, me, <laughs> telling the CEO, hey, who'd you get to do that for Captain Manning, that uh, cabinet? He said, why? You know, and then fucking next thing you know, he wanted uh, a lube job done on his front end of his car. So I did, we, I, once again, I grabbed my good buddy, Jack. I said, hey, Jack, I said, you wanna grab a grease gun and we can grease the front of this car and uh, the cops are gonna buy us fucking dinner. Man, no, I hate working for these fucking screws. I said, I do too, man, but look, you wanna go back to the fucking cell house and fucking sit around and mean mum niggers all night? Or you wanna fucking uh, hang out in the garage? You're at home and work with fucking tools, you know. Um, get a pizza. Yeah, I'll hang out here and work with tools. Get a pizza. Let's grab a pizza this time <laughs> around, you know. No, I want Burger King again. Oh, we get Burger King again. I don't give a fuck. I like Burger King. You know, I only had yeah. Burger King once in three years myself. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. We got Burger King I'll the first that. time. I swear. I'm sick of Burger King. I went to like pizza. And then uh, two of the cops on uh, New New Year's Christmas. We had a Christmas party, not New Year's. Um, and they they brought a little mini grill in and grilled out fucking uh, brats out there for like five or six of us guys that was there for a long time. Because usually you're only there for oh. six or eight weeks, but some guys get screwed. Like I went to before I went to work release, and I think I was getting screwed like they want to yank my chain like you're going, but no, you're not. Make me do a little yeah. bit. Told me I could go permanent part, and then I can't. They don't. They want to keep me there a little bit longer so I can, don't have to do the permanent party work. And so, uh, uh, you know, so there's like five or six of us that's actually been on the farm for a long time that work in the motor pool. There's a few others, but they work at job duties. I was just down in the motor pool with five or six of the guys, you know, and uh, they, they fucking grilled us out. Uh, two of the cops brought brats and buns and uh, soda and eggnog, and then another cop come in and he brought all the fiction for burritos and tacos Jeez. and uh yeah like six of us Damn. guys that work in the fucking motor pool yeah we were grilling out italian sausages and bratwurst burgers fucking <coughs> munching on taco burritos and, and then uh and then uh they were all sitting around drinking eggnog and and uh, one of the CEOs said, hey, Mel, let me go. You, you get any of that eggnog? I said, I said, no. He says, oh, it's really good. Spiced eggnog. I said, I like spice shit. And uh, 
He went in and fucking made me a spicy eggnog, man. I I was eating uh, one of them Italian sausages, man. And it was kind of spicy. Hot. He just come off the grill and it was burning my throat. And I took a great big slug off this fucking uh, eggnog. And I'll be goddamn <laughs> if it wasn't half full of organs fucking rum and fucking uh and and fucking eggnog good over spicy fucking burning hot brat but boy it sure tasted good it burned all the way to my had no whiskey in probably four years you know Yeah. yeah and so uh there was a half gallon in the refrigerator in the office and a fucking uh uh, uh, a gallon of that eggnog, and they and he said, you know, look guys, y'all have a good time down here tonight, and and whoop it up and eat, and you can stay in the garage all night. We got permission for you to be down here all night if you want. He said, but uh, if you go back up there into the cell house, you get caught being drunk, you didn't get this booze from us. Yeah. <laughs> Said, uh, don't worry, we're not down leaving. here in the cell house. <laughs> yeah, just stay right down here in the motor pool and enjoy leaving. your night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he left yeah, alone. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just like good old boys in a garage. And back, like two of them was backyard barbecue. White and we were all white guys that they. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Dal was yeah. one of them. I know Dal. He's from Pontiac. Jack got to come down. He was one. And Jack got lucky right after the party, like the week after that, he got to go to work release. <laughs> oh. I was yeah. there for like four more months. I was fixing everything. They had this old fucking Ingersoll air compressor sitting out there that caught on fire. They said many guys that come through here going to work release have tried to fix that and they just ain't got nowhere on it. It's just a spaghetti mess of burnt wires. So, well, let me check it out, man. I said, uh, I, I don't really like spending much time up in that cell house. If you don't mind, us stay down here for a second shift for a while to do some wiring on this thing. They do, uh, they got a whole board got permission for me to work on this air compressor and stay on there all the hours I wanted. And uh, I had to be out of there. Midnight, of course. But they Looks called down enough. there and the, the cop would come out. Yeah, the cop would come out and count me. And then uh, at count time, I, I could work, stay right there and work right through it. And what I did is, I, hey, every wire was the same color after I got done with it because they only had one big spool of wire that was one color. <laughs> but I started with uh, one wire. <laughs> and I followed it all the way. And I fucking uh, would take that wire and cut it off and, and solder it. Click it back there and solder it there. And then I go, uh, the wires that connected to it, I connected them the same way. But like I said, they were all the same color. Everything well, went to where uh, it was supposed to. And 
Hey, uh, you know what the cop said is uh, the screw said, I don't give a fuck what you do, man. Like I told you, there's been many of inmates that tried to make that thing go. He says, we can't take it to the auction because he can't run. He ain't going to make no money but scrap off of it. And we gave a lot of money for it. And when it came here, uh, it fucking caught on fire as soon as we started it. I was like, oh, Whoa. So, so it's just been sitting over there in the corner, you know, forever in the, the fucking yard of where they park all the minivans that they haul inmates around in for court writs, about 60 mm-hmm. vans. And uh, so uh, you're more welcome to try to work on it if you want when you're not doing nothing with the cars. So, uh, they Hell see yeah. I was making progress with with this fucking wiring. And I said, man, can you get me? Now, look, I'm going to start needing some different color wires, some needed yellows and some blues, and I can make a little kind of like wiring chart with it where they're all going and stuff. And no, uh, no, 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 no. That's not the budget. <laughs> That's not the budget. We can only do the wire that we got. <laughs> Uh, yeah. It. It's work, work with what you got. <laughs> ah, damn. You ain't gonna is, you uh, If you do it, ain't gonna fuck it. We're gonna sell it. Oh, what? I didn't see her, but she's sleeping on the fucking couch. John, she's all wrapped up in a blanket. Uh, all right. I was just, I was gonna ask her. You might even know because you, you go shop and do stuff. Do you know how much a, a carton of cigarettes costs where you're at? She gets those cheaper ones that uh, they're, they're not, not the Indian cigarettes, but they're the same thing without all the tar and nicotine on it. They yeah. run her about 50 bucks. Yeah. And uh, regular Marlboros, I think they're running right around $60. Wow. That's a lot. I know that uh, where my sis, sister's at, they're like 30, 35 bucks. You know how much they are here? How much? A hundred and ten. A hundred and ten dollars for a card. Yep. That's fucking crazy. Of what kind of, what brand is that? Yeah, whatever. They're all what? pretty much the same because of the taxes. Well, I know you can get like those Durrells and shit that are stupid cheap. They don't have anything stupid cheap here. Nothing, nothing stupid cheap. No, you, probably get, ever, you can probably get another brand for seventy-five or eighty bucks. It's a lower grade cigarette, uh, not a Winston or they, a Marlboro. Yeah, they're I'm, usually a lot I'm gonna, higher dollars. I'm just gonna quit. You're a Marlboro man. Like, yeah, till I get somewhere else, I'm gonna quit <laughs> for a while. Uh, anyway, I yeah, I just hey. I wanted to ask her that while I was thinking about it, but uh, I'm gonna have to buzz because I gotta go. Huh? Oh yeah, Chicago's closer to twenty dollars a pack, so that's two hundred a carton. I don't have. Oh, good lord. I don't have a Costco card or anything. Anyway, it's just I, it's just curiosity. Yeah. You know, I try oh, to get my I try to get Chicago, my. Uh, 
tried to get her to send me some. She wouldn't do it. So I said, fuck it. Yeah, crazy bitch. Yeah. But anyway, this is my uh, my double night, second second Monday. So okay. I'm going to boogaloo. i got a couple of things to do for the next 10 minutes, and then I'm, I'm back on it again. So uh, until okay, next well, week, hell victory. Hell victory. Yeah. And then that'll be it for the Sadistic Souls Power Hour. I'll see you next week. No victory, John. Oh, he hung up. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.